Denmark in the 80s was dominated by happy schlager pop songs, which today still, 30 years later, are big evergreens in their homeland. Today's guest, Lise Havik, made three attempts in the Danish pre-selection Melodie Grand Prix together with her ex-husband, Jan Hedding, and was twice defeated by Kirsten Unzorn, who, under the name Hot Eyes, won the Danish competition. What does Lise remember from the years with the duo tracks? What happened in Bergen in 1986 when she competed in her home country for Denmark? How much did she actually borrow from Kiki Danielsson's act from 1985? And what does she do today? You listen to the podcast Eurovision Legends with your favorite Scandinavian Eurovision interview podcast host. Or at least in the top three. Emil Lefström. Eurovision Legends, Lisa Havik. Thank you very much. First of all, I wanted to ask if you were in Denmark or Norway, but now I learned you're in Germany. Yes, uh, this weekend I'm in Germany because my husband, he is also a musician and he is going to play here and I'm just his uh, groupie. (laughs) 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 This weekend. Lovely. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I have prepared some quick questions to warm up with and get to know you and your taste better. What do you say about that? That's uh, okay. First memory from watching the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, I remember ABBA won in uh, 74. Then my dream was, uh, was born. Best song from Denmark or Norway in Eurovision? I think uh, Dansevise. Least favorite song then from Norway or Denmark in Eurovision? Uh, I think... um... You know, it was this um, Sami Ednan. Yeah. But I like it now. But when it came out, it was I thought it was terrible. should have won Eurovision but didn't. Uh, Carola, of course, with the Fremling. Who should not have won Eurovision but did? I think yo, I think this um, from Israel, this girl with the um, with the knots on the head. <laughs> ah, uh, Netta. This Netta, yes, I didn't like that. <laughs> I'm not your toy. Uh, 
who got your vote in this year's final 2021? Oh my god, I forgot. It was... I don't remember, that is really scary. That sounds like a good song. (laughs) (laughs) This is very embarrassing. (laughs) I have to think about it. Yep, we we come back to that that later. Uh, Last quickie, favorite country in Eurovision besides Denmark or Norway? Um, I think Sweden, absolutely. Why? Because good songs, good artists every year. It's uh, it's really every all the time. It's good, almost, almost. <laughs> but it's a good quality on the songs. Great, we survived the first part. Yes. In 1962, you were born and grew up in a city called Narvik. Yes. Up, up, up in the north of Norway. Yes, absolutely. Sounds cold and dark. Yes, it is in the winter, but in the summer it's uh, it's cold and light. <laughs> <laughs> Your father was a jazz musician, and I have yes. learned that he advised you to not to become a musician yourself. Absolutely, yes, because when he started out uh, in the music business, uh, there was a lot of alcohol and a lot of uh, bad things, so he didn't think... Um, he didn't. Uh, he wasn't drinking, but many of his colleagues were dying or from 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 drinking too much, and he thought it was a hard business. And yeah. he wanted me to have, a, you know, an income uh, every month and everything. So he said, "No, no, no, and you shouldn't say that to your kid because they're going to do the opposite, like me." <laughs> But you followed his advice at first and moved to Denmark to study economics. Yes, yes, yes. I was uh, I was quite clever at school and uh, and I thought, okay, I'm going to have an education and then maybe I'm going to sing. But, you know, I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> Why Denmark? Uh, because I have an older sister uh, who lived here and we were always uh, on holiday in Denmark. Mm. So I really liked it. And, and it was a little bit... Um, uh, security to have my sister here yeah. when I was going away from the family. During this time, you also entered an amateur song contest. Yes. For the gossip magazine, See Her. Yes. How did you end up there? Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, there was, uh, maybe I thought this was the best chance the, the fastest way to do it. Uh, at that time, it was no uh, X Factor, all these TV pro shows. So, so I think I just maybe I read in the magazine and I made an um, um, what is it called? I wrote a letter to them and yeah. uh, said I want to be in the contest. And yes, I was. Do you remember <laughs> what song you you sang? Uh, I sang, I sang a song that was that I made myself, and and then I absolutely this is uh, really crazy, but I don't remember what song I sang. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, sometimes when we touch the armistice. I was I really liked that song. Yeah. So uh, I thought it was that. I think it was that. Yes. <laughs> Had you met uh, John Heading here, or was that later? It was later. Because I, I was uh, number two in the contest, and then I, I had a record deal with the EMI. Yeah. And um, I was very impatient. I wanted to get going. 
And they were, ah, you have to wait. We have to find the right song. And then one day they said, ah, oh, we have a, a guy who wants to have a, a duet partner. And that was John. And they sent me to his studio. Hmm. Yeah, in 83, I think. Yeah, 83. And you already yes. had a boyfriend here, right? Yes, yes, I had. That was not good. I, it was a good boyfriend. But, <laughs> but, you know, I fell in love with John. And yeah, it was it was a bad history. But, you know. That's the way it is. That's life. <laughs> and I think yeah. we shall put him on the map here. Not your ex-boyfriend, but uh, John Hedding. And say yeah. that he competed for Denmark in Eurovision in 1982 with the band yes. Bricks and the song yes. Video Video. Interrogate that song only collected five points and ended second to last. Yeah, that is crazy because it's a really good song. But uh, I remember when I was in Norway and heard that song, I, I thought it was strange. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually like this song too. Yeah. Yeah, really. It's a good song. Um, when <clears throat> did you decide to become a duo and work together? Um, it was uh, when we met and we. We recorded the first song. It wasn't a success. It was this uh, "You to Me Are Everything," the sweetest song. This song. And some other Debbie Cameron and another guy had recorded the same song okay. the same year. So they had the biggest success success with it. But uh, then it was natural to try to make more songs and we made this uh, Vihö Samen yeah and sent it to the um, Eurovision yeah to the pre-selection in 1984 e- yes yes and um, John's old band was called Bricks and the new duo mm. you formed together was called Tracks yes <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> who, who came up with the name <laughs> it was the record company it was, it's uh, such a stupid name <laughs> we, we didn't have any <laughs> ideas <laughs> so i think in the in the 80s it was like it breaks and tracks and it has to be like this yeah so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay well in 1984 then john henning submitted two songs to the Dan- yes. danish pre-selection uh melody grand prix titled vi and donna donna yes and uh, the first song you sang together as a duo under the name tracks and the second song donna donna john sang himself Yes. Before we talk about the song you sang together in this pre-selection, I, I'm curious, how come he sang he sang the second song solo? Um, it's because you know he made this song with uh, Brekstofte, yeah, uh, with uh, Jens, and um, Rex he wanted someone else to sing it, but uh, but John was he really wanted to sing it. It was actually a, a kind of a fight about it. So uh, they they had no choice. They he had to sing it. So I don't know why. Donna Donna City. Donna Bar City. For you are hurtig som lyne hvis der noget du vil. Eller tænker på Donna Donna City. Mama Donna City. Jeg har de bedste papirer. 
his old band Bricks disbanded at this time. Yes, yes, yeah. it was. So uh, it was a big fight about it. And I've spoken to Jens later about it. He was very angry about it. He wanted to. He wanted Ivan Pedersen to sing it to, uh, from Laban. Exactly, and Ivan Pedersen later sang it with, yeah, yeah. with Laban. Yes, yes. So, so that was the plan. But, but John, he insisted to hmm. sing it. <laughs> hmm. Yes. <laughs> Ivan was also the lyricist of the song. Yes, 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 yes. But I, I think maybe it would be a problem uh, at that time for Ivan because he had a big success with Laban. I don't know if if he could sing it or not. But uh, but uh, Jens Brixhofer wanted him to sing it. <laughs> Donna Donna later ended eight out of ten songs in this pre-selection. Yes, yes. What can you tell me about your song then? We uh, heard someone. Yep. Um. We, um, what do you mean, what I can tell you? Um, uh, well, translated into English, it means we belong together. For instance, yeah, was yeah. there some kind of love song between you and John? Absolutely, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. It was the first song that was written with us together. Yeah. Um, and uh, we made the lyrics together. I don't know if if I am on, I don't remember if I'm on as a, as a lyricist. No, no you are not no. credited. No, and I think that was because I was Norwegian, ah. uh, and at that time uh, it was difficult uh, with the different. Uh, it's not like this anymore. <laughs> no. Now you can write songs in every country, but uh, it was a problem then. Yeah. So yeah, it was a love song, absolutely, and it's a good song. We yeah. play it here. We play it here. Okay, great. <laughs> on our sixth place and when I looked at the result yesterday I noticed that the four songs that got the most votes were extremely typical at the time Danish up-tempo pop schlager songs do you remember yes. the outcome in 1984? Uh, who won? Uh, yep and who came uh, second third and fourth? Uh, Kirsten and um, 
hot eyes. Yep. <laughs> oh, one, uh, of course. I think it was snapshot on the second place. No. Or was it on third? They were third. Yeah. Second, um, I don't remember. Shayla. Yeah, Shayla. Gima tu, gima tu. And yeah. fourth, the legendary Tommy Seebach ended. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> Great songs, I must say, they all are. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and we we really thought that Kirsten's son won because he uh, was allowed to fall in the pool <laughs> because we all wanted to fall in the pool. But they, they did it. But afterwards, I I found out it's a really good song, <laughs> so that was the reason. Yeah, and they got a respectable fourth place in Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a great job. The year after, in 1985, tracks were back in the Danish pre-selection, and this yes. time with a more typical up-tempo song that Denmark has been remembered for during the 80s in Eurovision circles. Yes. The title of the song was Ved du var du sku? I'm horrible in Danish. <laughs> it's not an easy language, absolutely not. But I must say that I'm the biggest fan of Matador myself. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But I'm so bad in Danish, yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> um, what can you tell me about the song that John and Kjeld Haik wrote? Um, the song, um, John and me, we often worked in the studio, you know. Yeah. And we were trying to find out what uh, now we have to find a song. We cannot do a slow song because we, it's not uh, what people want. And then we'll listen to um, um, Digi Lou, Digi Lay. Yeah. Um, the winner from 1984. Yeah. Yes. And we were inspired by that because um, it, it was a great song. And uh, that was our inspiration. And then uh, John, he was really good in making melodies when we were playing. And, and, and yeah, came out with this song. And, and uh, Kel uh, wrote the lyrics this year. Do you know if this was the only song that John submitted to the national final? Uh, yes, it was that year.
didn't win, but you were among the top three. Do you remember the result? Yeah, we were number three, and uh, of course, yes, won. <laughs> <laughs> The second member it was it was Tommy. Yep, Tommy Zeba. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that because he has these two choir singers. Yeah. That we used the next year because they were so cute. <laughs> the two blonde girls. <laughs> and a year after 1986, you and John took part for the third time in a row. Yes. With a song that was inspired by the Swedish song Bra Vibrationer. Yes. Absolutely. That competed in yes. Eurovision the year before and ended third. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yes. why John got inspired by that song or was it you? It was both of us because we really like Kiki Danielsson and she, she was a really good artist. And the song was good and the dancers <laughs> were good and yeah. everything. It was, it was a, yeah, it was such a good act. So we were really inspired by that and we thought, okay, we'll make a Motown song next year. And uh, yes, we were working really hard. The title of the song was Du är full av lung. Yeah. And you would finally win and get the tickets to Eurovision. Yes. How much did that victory change your life? It really changed my life because, first of all, it had been my dream for since 1974. I wanted to win that <laughs> Eurovision. Yeah. Of course. The international I wanted to win, but but didn't succeed. <laughs> but but uh, it was really my dream and my goal. So it meant so much. And we we were number six in in ninety four and and uh, eighty four and and three, and then we won. And it was such a big difference. We we had a big success in eighty four and eighty five with a lot of jobs and uh, that. But you know when you win. The winner takes it all. It's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Eurovision 86 was held in your home country, Norway, since Bobby yes. won the year before. Yes. What was it like to compete for another country in your home country? Uh, it was really strange, but it was it was also very very nice because you know Norwegian people they <laughs> they like to win. Yep. So, so it doesn't matter if it's in Denmark or where it is. They have a winner. So I was treated like a winner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in a good way. So it was it was nice, really nice to come home. <laughs> you were a um, familiar big star in Denmark at this time, at that time, uh, in Norway. Then did people knew who you are? They did know before, but uh, had a lot of press and yeah, a lot of um, attention. Yeah. After I won. Yeah. So yes, they did. 
What can you share with us from Bergen? Did anything happen behind the scenes? Yeah, you know, everything went so fast this year because, you know, you have to be there and there and there. And there. You, you, uh, so much I don't remember from that, from that year. Of course, I remember I was there. <laughs> and, and, you know, this happened. We wanted to have our own conductor, but he was very young, uh, Jan Glesel. Yeah. And uh, the Norwegian television, they didn't want him to come because he was too young. So we had to have the Norwegian uh, Egelmon Iversen to conduct the orchestra. Yeah. And then when uh, on the evening on the Grand Prix, he counted too fast. So the song was, was played too fast. And the dancers, David and Mary Johnson, they, they almost died <laughs> because <laughs> it was so fast. <laughs> so uh, David's butterfly, this uh, from his, um, his jacket, it, it fell off and he, they were totally <laughs> almost dying. So that was a behind the scenes. You can, you can listen to the song on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very fast. And the dancers yeah. you reused from uh, Kiki Daniel's song. Yeah. They were the same backup yeah. dancers then. Yeah. Great, great people. So clever. Did you become friends with anyone from the other delegations? Uh, yes. Um, I think uh, the Swedish delegation was uh, Lasse, Lasse Holm. Lasse Holm, yeah. We had a good time together. Yeah. And, and I was uh, communicating with Lasse later, maybe to write some songs. But uh, yeah, never did. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was so nice yeah. uh, to be there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who you thought was your biggest competitor? Yeah, I, absolutely, Sandra Kim, because she had so much attention because she, she was so young. And uh, yeah, we felt a little bit <laughs> out outside the inner circle because everyone was following her <laughs> all the time. And we knew she's, she was going to win because of, yeah. Because of the yeah. attention. Was that your the favorite attention. song too? Absolutely not. It was the Swiss... Uh, Pour moi. Yeah. Daniel Simon. Yeah. It was so great. We talked here before about the song Bra Vibrationer that competed the year yeah. before for Sweden and yes. that you reduced her backup dancer. Um, mm. Who made your styling an outfit that nearly was reduced from Kiki Daniel's song too? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh, it was us it was a crazy idea because <laughs> i was uh, totally um obsessed about her she i thought she did so well uh, and um, i thought okay we use the dancer we can use the same um tempo or or uh, <laughs> This Motown, of course, it was not the same song. The song oh, was, was different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, and um, the, her clothes, it was very nice. <laughs> but I got it in pink. Yeah. So we had a, a, a lady who made, the, who made the clothes for us. Yeah. And they said, okay, it has to be a little bit close to what she's wearing. And, you know, uh, Kiki Danielson, she had the same, the same uh, costume in the Swedish 
final and then in the international. And then I was thought, yeah, I have to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the Danish uh, the television, they wanted to, to make new customs. <laughs> but I said, no, 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 no. I want the same, and I thought I was a pain in the ass, but I had my ideas about it. I want it like Kiki. <laughs> yes. Have you talked about this with Kiki? No, I have never met her. Oh. <laughs> no. When she will uh, guest me in this podcast, I will bring this up, believe me. Yes, do that, do that. <laughs> uh, a very young Sandra Kim for Belgium won, Switzerland ended second, and Luxembourg yes. third. All three songs in French, but none of them from from France. No, interesting, but it's such a beautiful language to sing. Yeah, I I understand that. (laughs) And you ended at number six. Were you there and then satisfied with that or disappointed? I was very satisfied. Yeah. Of course, it was not uh, good to be one point after Sweden. <laughs> As a Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> no. But uh, they had a good song. It was, it was fun. Uh, I was very satisfied because, you know, when the voting started, we were sitting there and suddenly I was thinking, my God, think if I don't have one point, what? <laughs> it was really scary. Yeah. So I was so glad. Ooh, <laughs> I got some points. Mm-hmm. You recorded the song in English. Do you remember the title? It was Here We Go Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I haven't heard it in many years. And it was a Swedish guy who wrote this, the lyric. Uh, Mikael Ropi, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. We play it here. Yeah, nice. happened after Eurovision in your life? Uh, after Eurovision, I, um, of course, we made a lot of uh, gigs. And then suddenly it stopped. We didn't, uh, we didn't, we didn't have so much to do. Uh, it was really strange, but that's life. <laughs> I know you didn't compete in a Danish pre-selection the following year, but did you or John submit anything? Yeah, we did, but it was not a good song. So I can, I can understand. Do you remember what song it was? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. It it was (laughs) never released? No. And then we started to make my... um, You know, John, he was really a composer. He was not really a singer who wanted to be in the front of the stage. So he uh, he found out uh, we 
agreed that I was going to be in the front. I was in the front on the Do Full Align and it went very, very well. Yeah. So, um, so we started to make a solo album for me instead. And then it came out in uh, 88 and then we got divorced. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot happened. <laughs> when you and John got divorced, uh, why did you quit the duo? Uh, because we were not good friends. Okay. To say it mildly. <laughs> yeah. He was very angry at me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not longer with us, but did you become no. friends later? No. Oh. We didn't. He was very bitter. Okay. Uh, but we, we were talking uh, maybe 10 years later. We were talking and he was uh, picking a job for me and we were talking and suddenly he didn't want to talk with me again. Hmm. So I don't know what happened. But he was, I don't know, he was drinking a lot and he, so maybe he was not feeling well. Uh-huh. I'm he, sad to hear. Yeah, but he was such a great composer. And again, Mr. That you say Hvordan kunne du sige, det var forbi, når vi skulle mødes igen? Det blev koldt, at du forlod mig, as in participation in a pre-selection for Eurovision was in 1988, the same year that your solo album yeah. was released, but in your home country, Norway. Yes, yes. How come you ended up there? Um, I wanted to try it because, um, yeah, I wanted to have a career in, in Norway. That was my idea about it. The song <laughs> was titled Ja vil elske dig. Yes, yes, yes. Which yeah, means I, I want to love you. Yeah. <laughs> What can you tell me about the song? Um, yeah, we wanted to have this power ballad. Yeah. That was our idea about the song, and the and the lyrics. It was kind of maybe if to another earlier boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> maybe the one that was before John. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm so curious. What happened with him? Uh, he um, he became uh, economic, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because we were studying together. Yeah, yeah. And I think he stayed in Denmark. Okay. I don't know. But I I don't have a contact with him. My sister has. Mm. He's a very nice guy. <laughs>
reached the final and we're out in the semi-final yes that's a shame because i think it was a really good song but uh, yeah i wasn't this uh, that known in norway uh, the guy i was competing with it was in some some um, tv program every saturday two two songs were competing i believe four songs competed four ah four yeah maybe yeah. four yeah yeah two and two because i was competing with this tore hansen Mm-hmm. And he was a big star in Norway, so he got the votes. So yeah, that was the case. submitted anything or sang on songs that has been submitted to a pre-selection since 1988? Uh, actually, yes. Um, my, I have a, at, at this time a country trio. We are three women uh, doing a country. And we, we sent actually a song uh, to the Danish pre-selection two years ago, but we didn't uh, reach the final. <laughs> what happened with the song? The song is going to be on our on our album uh, maybe next year. Mm. We are working on the album. Oh. Yes. Uh, I think it's a good song, of course. Looking forward <laughs> to hear. Yeah, yeah. Please yeah. send me the song. I will absolutely do it. It's called uh, uh, Show Me The Way. Mm. <laughs> yes. I know that today you are proud of your participation in Eurovision in 1986, and you should be. But I know that there was a time in your life when you felt that it was kind of embarrassing. Yes, because uh, in the 90s, it started to be uh, not so... uh, The the Eurovision was, in Denmark, it was... uh, Outdated? Yeah, outdated. And and you always have this um, what is called um, in Denmark it's called stempel, the stamp. Ah, yeah, yeah. That that you oh she's from the Eurovision and and then people thought uh, maybe she cannot do anything else than sing Eurovision songs. So I think it was um, quite hard in a period because I didn't know what to do with myself. Uh, but later, you know, we find a way and. Now I'm really proud of it. Not many people have been in the Eurovision Song Contest. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, in the 90s, the results for Denmark were really bad. Yes, yes. Um, Even if one of the best songs ever that competed in 1993 with Tommy Sebach, Unde Stjerne was competing, um, nearly ended last.
Yeah, it's it's really great. because Denmark's radio they didn't do anything. Uh, they didn't use to spend money. They didn't uh, promote. Give it. No. Yeah, no. The the Eurovision. It was like mm, yeah. Mm, it was yeah. But then you had Curly Kai. <laughs> Ja, hallo, det er Kai. Kan jeg snakke med hende den søde? Hvem er den søde? Ja, stemmen i mit liv. <laughs> what, what place did you have uh, numbers? <laughs> yeah, well, it ended uh, in the shock. bottom too. <laughs> in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, this is uh, Anders Jernland på Himmelen. Uh, when, when John was uh, dead. Yeah. And uh, we, ha- we went to the funeral. I was talking with one guy because... This song, when I I have we have another song in in the first tracks album that I played to my current husband, and he said, "This is understand for him. This the same song." And I say, "No." And then in the funeral, I talked to one guy, and he said, "When Tommy composed this song, he had to speak with John to get oh. permission because it was so close." Um, oh. The melody, so it's an interesting thing. What was the title of your song? <laughs> it's Sister um, Luce, uh, the last song on the album. It's a very short little song, but it's uh, it's quite similar. We play it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge fan of ABBA myself, yeah, and me I've too. always <laughs> felt that Unstjärne på himlen was very. It sounded very like one of us. Oh yes, 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 yes. I've that's always true. loved Unstjärne på himlen. That, that's my favorite that. song from Denmark, actually. Even if I love your yeah. song too. Yeah, but it's a really good song, and and you know he didn't have any credit for that song in '93. But now, after his son has yeah. recorded, it's it's become a very loved song in Denmark. Yeah, and that's so nice because he was such a nice man. Yeah, yeah. 
What are you doing today in your life, Lisa? Um, I'm performing a lot. Hmm? I have this, you know, I have this country trio where we are working on the album. And I am, I'm playing an ABBA band. Oh. It's absolute ABBA. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and I love it. You know, I was a big ABBA, ABBA fan too. Yeah. And um, I always wanted to be Agneta. Oh, we have two Agneta in this show then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How oh, funny. And, and I was dreaming. Uh, actually, I was dreaming that Agneta, she was stopping ABBA and they will call me. I, I really believe that. But you know, they didn't know me. And, and she didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. And, the, <laughs> yes, and I didn't call you either. So. <laughs> no, sadly not. Five years ago, I um, got an, an idea to uh, make an ABBA band, and we did. Mm. And now we have a great success wow. with that. And, and especially now when ABBA is coming out with new songs. Yeah. Well, it's so nice. And I, of course, get to be Agneta. <laughs> <laughs> What's your band called? Absolute ABBA. Wow. I will, Abs- I will Google this up. Yeah, do that. Yes. And uh, it's so fun. And we are so Every time we go off the stage, we are so happy. And so it's the best ever. So, <laughs> and I do, of course, uh, jobs uh, with uh, with the Eurovision and as a solo artist. And I have duo jobs and I do a lot of different things. And it's so, so nice. And I teach singing too. This year, 2021, you released a new pop song titled Made of Glass together with another band. Yes, I did. It's a, it's a nice, uh, actually a nice uh, pop song. Yep. Rock, pop rock song. Yeah, it's catchy. Mm. Yeah, very. I did two songs with them, and uh, it was a pleasure. How often do you sing your Eurovision song today? Oh, I do it often. Every time I'm, I'm out singing, except when I'm singing ABBA. Then <laughs> 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 I sing Waterloo. <laughs> But you know, I sing it, yes. Sometimes, you know, I come to a Eurovision club to sing, and that, that, that is crazy. Or I come to a, a birthday um, and crash the party and sing my song. Yeah. And yeah. 
a lot of different. I, I did, did it with my jazz band too. It's so nice to sing in a jazzy way. Oh, even more fun. <laughs> so I can do a lot, a lot. It's not so uh, you know the do 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 do. It's very difficult to do anything else than to <laughs> follow. Yeah. This yeah, but uh, when you sing it in swing, it's yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I always ask my guests the last question: Who they think I should invite to the podcast? Who do you suggest? Um, I suggest um, if I'm Norway. Um, oh my God! What is his name? <laughs> He was competing the same year as me. Kjetil Stockan. Kjetil Kjetil Stockan, yeah. Have you spoken with him? No, actually not. But I oh, have... he's a great guy. Ah, and he has competed mm. twice. Yes, he has. is a very good musician so uh, yeah do that great suggestion i will hook him <laughs> up yes great thank you so much for your time and the lovely conversation lisa thank you it's for a pleasure this has been lovely yes i think so too hey 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 hey